Welcome to Speak with Ibukun. We are with Helen and we're going through her decades and we're now in her second decade. As usual, we don't keep you waiting. We go right to the story. So welcome back, Helen. Thank you. Thank you. Good. You're nice comfortable? You. Yeah. You're ready to start telling us about your second decade? Oh, I hope so. we still have peter beside beside helen to help her to prompt her memory so age 11 where do we find you at age 11 well by that time i'd moved from um down into wells to the wells high school Mm. um which was yeah lived there at that time, there was a grammar school, there was a high school, and then there was a, what did you call it when you were in a secondary school? Secondary? Not um, not private. Not private. Mm. You don't mean World Cathedral School? No, that was, pri- uh, that that was, was private. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Was that like a grammar school, a public school? Well, uh, the schools that we went to, yeah, they were fee-paying. Mm. Okay. So that mm. means your parents were well-to-do then? Well, I don't know. They've, they've coped along the way. <laughs> the sacrifices we make for our children. But back mm. then, going to a fee-paying school meant you, you, you had a fairly comfortable lifestyle. Is, is that right? Well, no, I wouldn't call it comfortable because they were very strict. So we had, I can't remember all the names. Mm. I think the headmistress was Miss Wilcox. And then Mrs. Davis was the maths teacher. Mm. And I can't remember the name of the lady who didn't like my Zamaset language. <laughs> I can't, oh, Miss Hutchins. Miss Hutchins. The name came back um, to you. Yeah. yeah. And um, geography teacher, and I can't, I can't remember her name. But we had some good teachers. Mm. And school based, yeah, the school was based alongside the cathedral school. Oh, okay. In Wells. Mm. So it's not there now. Mm. But it was literally, if you're looking at the cathedral, it was a building adjoined to the cathedral on the right-hand side. Mm. And that was the girls' high school. Mm. There were, yeah, there were no boys. It was just girls. And likewise, in the um, boys' grammar school and boys' um, grammar school, I think it was. Mm. Um, that was blue school. No, yeah, grammar nice. school. That's that's now become mixed, but it used to be all boys. Mm. Mm. Okay. And. Um, Yes, and we did have very, we had, you know, sort of been put, I can remember having, pollution is my <laughs> my <laughs> problem, there's always downstairs and there was just a long seat mm. on the bottom and she'd stand in front of us all mm. and it was there that she'd um, stand and stamp her little feet. She always had a little heel on her shoe. <laughs> And his, his stamp on his floor and stop rolling your arse, girl. <coughs> but yeah, no, she was good and she'd get us doing bits of 
Shakespeare and things like that, which was when she got very fed up with me. <laughs> so did, did you enjoy doing the, the, the arts, if you will? Did you enjoy acting out a Shakespeare story? No. No. <laughs> my scene. That wasn't my scene. No. What, what were you interested in whilst you were in school? What was your scene? Mistress that did the history, the history lesson. Mm. That was good. Mm -hmm. She'd take us all around everywhere with different diagrams of, you know, sort of pictures of areas that we'd um, sort of get to know. Mm. That was fun. And she was a very good, but um, yeah, she was a good teacher. Mm. I liked her. Mm. Mass has never been my scene. <laughs> I leave that to my husband. <laughs> <laughs> So what what was so was history your favorite subject then? Um and English. Okay. English. The headmistress taught English. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, so it's good. Mm -hmm. And um I can't remember. We used to also have we'd go up once a week to where there was an area just it was part of the what well, wasn't part of the um, boys grammar school, but there was an area there where we could do some sports mm -hmm. and we could go up and, oh, do exercises up there, just, um, bending and twisting and doing this, that and the other. Nothing very dramatic. Mm. Uh, but we did that and that was good for us. Yeah. I think that's my memories, but we, I used to have good friends from there. Um, um, uh, Sue Runchman was one, wasn't it? Mm. Sue Runchman from Wedmore, somewhere there. Mm. And, yeah, Mary, somebody, and I can't remember. Oh, um, yeah, we had good friends there. Mm. And, um, yeah. Oh, and we'd have to, and once a, once, with a week, once a term, we'd go over to the cathedral and the boys, grammar school would come over and we'd have to sit one side and they'd be another side mm. um, and we'd have to sit quietly there and and do what we had to do and yeah that all seemed to pass we did it we had to file in <laughs> so what was it like being in an all-girls school what, what was it about being in an all-girls school that you liked or disliked Depending well, on how well, apart from when I was a youngster, mm. I've never had anything else. It's all only been that. Mm. So you didn't know any different, or you didn't have anything to compare it to. No, no, no. Mm. Mm. Okay, so this is young Helen, eleven to twenty. Uh, at at that. At that point in life, this is where children start to form a concept of what they wanted to do. So when you were that age, what was it that you wanted to do? Well, my elder sisters had Margaret and, um, Margaret and Mary mm -hmm. had both gone to, into looking after children or nursing of some sort. Okay. Uh, so I, I, that put my mind in that direction. Mm. To begin with, I think I did some 
worked for my father, who was in plumbing and engineering, mm-hmm. and I did some um, typewriter work for him, mm-hmm. but not very much. And then I decided I was going to go nursing. And so my brother took me down to Paul in Dorset, mm. and where I did my Paul, my um, nurse training. Okay. What well, was that before you turned twenty? Oh no, well, you were twenty-one when you started. That. Oh no, I started twenty-one. So you had decided by the time you were twenty, you were going to be a nurse. Mm. You didn't like the administrative work you were no, doing. No. I, it was boring. <laughs> so what was it that attracted you to nursing? What what got you down that path? I think um, Mary, my eldest sister, was, had done some nursing in local places. Mm. I can't remember a great deal, but she'd done some nursing. And she trained in Bath. That's where she met Paul. Oh yes, probably or Bristol. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, mm. yeah. She um, eventually met somebody in Bath mm-hmm. and got married to him, a doctor. Mm. Yeah, was that uh, part of the attraction to nursing? The- <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> I don't know. I've got only got vague memories now. Mm. Um, I went down to Paul. John drove me down, as I said, Mm. and um, left me there. And then I got into, I had friends there. Um, This is when you're 21, so that's the next Oh, sorry. Thank you, pardon. I mustn't tell you (laughs) anymore. (laughs) No, no, you can. You can. And and we will definitely uh, make sure we, we go back to it. So if we... If we see if we can round up this decade in terms of of understanding why you chose the career path. So was administration at your father's office the only thing you tried um, doing whilst you were in this decade? Um, yes, I didn't. Um, I didn't do anything else. I thought you did something else in 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 Wells. No, but somewhere else. No, after you left school, that was a long time. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Mm. Well, yeah. I mean, I'd learnt to type at that stage. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it it's just too tedious. Mm. Mm. So you you from what I can see, you're a free spirit. You're, you're very extroverted. And what fascinates me is with that personality and also your experiences, you chose nursing. Mm-hmm. So how would you describe yourself, if you will, in terms of the career path you chose? I was very thankful for the career, for the path I chose. Mm-hmm. That was, it was, it, I think it developed me in a different way. Mm. A more satisfying way it was a lot to learn mm-hmm. but it was it was a good one mm. it's a good thing to have done follow us on instagram at speak podcast and you will find each guest has an interesting fact or picture to share with you let's get back to the interview okay okay if, so if i can if i yes. can add 
it feels I think what I've picked up from Helen is that it was also a way of moving away from home mm. um, mm. getting away from home because your brother and your sister they had both moved away from home and got mm. married sister Margaret had also got married by yeah. then mm. and it was a question of do I stay at home mm. or do I go into a career that would enable me to get away from home I don't mean get away, no. like move away from there. Yeah. Mm. Mm. So what was the age gap then? Because if by your late teens, your your sisters and brother were married, so Margaret was the closest to you. How much older was Margaret? Go on. A year and a half. year and a half. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so pretty much back then they people married young from mm. what i can mm. yeah well, Mar- margaret did john and lit john and mary, mary both got well they were john was 13 years older than you mm. and mary I mean, was, was probably 11 not, or 12 years yeah. older mm. so there was a big gap between and mary and, the mary and john and, and margaret and i mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. okay okay so like peter's just prompted you wanted to also if you will find your own space by mm-hmm. by moving away mm-hmm. how did your parents um feel about that i think that they understood that mm-hmm. that i've got my life to lead and yeah i think they understood that that I, that had to happen mm. yeah okay mm. so but you were quite happy to do that oh yes yeah yeah yes um at break times i always came back to see them mm. Mm. yeah okay so looking at this decade it was uh, obviously a decade of self-discovery in terms of what you wanted to do with your life is there anything thinking back that oh maybe i should have tried another career path or something else or what do you think about what you chose in that decade to do i'm very thankful to the father i chose what i chose yeah Mm. And when you say you're thankful to the father, for the listeners who wouldn't understand what that phrase is, what does that mean? To me, it means my heavenly father. I'm a believer and that's what I believe. Yeah. And Um, when did you come to full understanding of that belief? Was that in your 20s or or earlier on? Well, it's when Billy Graham was on the scene. So when was that? Oh, um, it was around for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 1950, 55. Yeah. Yeah, so it was this decade. Mm. So so how did you then come to that understanding of who God is and your belief in him? So was the, was it a, an event? Um it was um your parents were very committed. Yeah, my oh. parents were committed. Mm-hmm. Um, we had missionaries coming to yeah. your home often. Yes, we did. And speakers came to our house too. Yes. My parents went to a Baptist church and yeah. we had um, the, the speakers would often come. Mm. Um, so that was that was always fun. Mm. And uh, yeah, 
and Margaret was baptised. Oh, yeah, she was baptised in well. At the same she? time as you or before? Because you often did things together. You yes, we did. Mm. I think it was about the same time. Yeah. Mm. When you were about 12 or 13. Mm. Mm. Yeah. You were how old? 12 or 13. Wow, when you were when you came to that belief of God as your heavenly Father, Lord, yeah, when I yeah. came to Lord Jesus, mm. yeah, mm. and how did that change your life? I think it's changed my life that I'm. It's it develops over the years mm. as your understanding as grows as you grow. Mm. And I think the knowledge that Jesus died for me, for those who do wrong, and we all do wrong, mm. but the fact that Jesus died for me and that I could say sorry mm. and, you know, that would clear things, that was just amazing. So that's what made me go for it. Mm. 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 Okay. And and uh, Peter just prompted how close you were to your sister, Margaret. Oh. So, yeah, did, tell us more about that. Well, because we were quite close in age, mm. um, we used to, um, <laughs> right from an early age, we went to the same schools. We, Mar well, Margaret went to church with me and she was that bit older than me. Mm. But we went to the same um, Sunday school, didn't we? Mm. And um, yeah, everything was done together. Mm. And you know, visit your grandmother. And we used to go and visit my grandmother in Coatesley. Yeah, we'd walk over there from Wells. Yeah, you, you um, said four miles. You used to walk four miles to just see her. Yeah, yeah. It was great fun. Yeah, and then we'd spend time with her, mm. and then it was good. Yeah, it was just good spending time together, mm. having fun together. Yeah. How good. did you get home? Did you, was that when your dad would collect you? Well, I don't know. I can't remember. I think either father collected us all because mother would be there, but she must have, he must have took her over there. Yes. Or John, mm. one of the other. Mm, mm. Yeah. Yeah, because it's quite a it's quite a long way to go, but yeah. I, I imagine. Well, how often did you do that walk? Once a week, once a fortnight, something like that. Okay, mm. so mm. just spend time with your grandma. Oh yeah, mm. oh she was yeah she was lovely. Mm. Oh, what was what was it about her? Just very gentle. No, I mean, she'd come in to see us at, at Christmas time, I think. Yeah, she and George. She fostered a um, a lad from um, away, mm. been on his own, mm. and she fostered him. And he used to come over with Grandma mm. and for Christmas time. And I think that's as much as I can remember. And... It was just fun times together. Mm. Just really good fun. Yeah. Mm. And we'd play games. We'd have, um, you know, board games and different things that, yeah, we'd do. Mm. 
Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, that 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 is good, and and that speaks to why you're so thankful. Now you think about your early years and and what, and how that formed you or formed your character as you are now as well. But there's something I I want us to go back to, and it's how close you were to Mag Margaret. So when she got married and moved away, what was that like for you? It was hard. <laughs> it was hard and that's one of the decisions that took me away myself mm. because yeah she was you know she had been she'd moved off to doing nursery nursing mm-hmm. and looking after children I think that's right isn't it and that was you know sort of that was a break mm. but then um when she well she had they had what did they have um what, seven children? Five, six. Five, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But then uh, that was later. But uh, That was later, started, yeah. They started early. Yeah, they started where early. They, where were they living when they first got married? Was that? I don't remember. Because um, Don, lived, Don lived in Glastonbury Street. To be, street, didn't they? Mm. And so they used to go to Street Baptist Church. And his parents were over there too. Mm. That's right. And then, yeah. So we'd see them occasionally. Mm. But obviously things do change. And that's another reason why I took off, I think. Mm. Oh, mm. Did, did your relationship didn't change. You you were still no. loving. But, but yeah, no. she was not, no longer near to you. You can get my photograph. Please, I shouldn't be naughty. No, 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 no. Oh, well. So Peter's oh, handing Helen Mar- a photograph of, oh, wow, that's Margaret. You look alike. Oh, do you reckon? Yeah. She hasn't got turned up nose like I have. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, so at the end of, of your second that, decade... Yeah, Okay. That's Mary. Yes. That's um, me. Yes. Mary. Uh Uh-huh. John. Oh. My brother. Yes. And Margaret. Wow. So Helen is showing me a picture of herself with her siblings. And you can see, yeah, you you can see that there was uh, quite an age gap between herself and her um, eldest sibling. Okay. So these are obviously pictures you treasure attached to memories as well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we'll close out your second decade now, Helen. Is there anything that you want to highlight to the listeners from this decade? Mm. Just thankfulness Mm. that I was brought up in the way that I was. Mm. And to know the Lord, to, yeah, I was equipped to do what I eventually wanted to do. Mm. Which was nursing. Well, I I was equipped for life, I reckon. Mm. Mm. In that I've, um, you know, you follow the Lord and then, you know, sort of you trust him, you read your Bible. 
Mm-hmm. You you know that um, what it says about him and what he did for us. Mm. Yeah, and you want to be like him too. Mm. So it's it's my story. I want to be like him, and I want that when I die, I will go to be with him. Mm. If he doesn't come first, exactly. Okay. Thank you so much, Helen, for sharing that insight with us. It's so wonderful for you to share your salvation story as well. Yeah, you, my dear. So, mm. listeners, that has been Helen's second decade. We're going to go into the third. And as you heard from her, she had gone over and become a nurse. She had moved away from home. So it would be quite interesting to see what independent Helen was like. So drop a comment, visit our Instagram page at Speak Podcast and let us know what you would have wanted to ask Helen.